Okay. Good morning, everybody. Okay. Next episode of Tulsa Life coming at you today. We are here in studio, in, in studio, office, yep. <laughs> in the office studio yeah. uh, with Chris Lenz. Hi, Chris. It's been a while. I feel like I did the uh, the very first one and now kind of come in full circle. We did it. Like the inaugural. Right. Yeah. I'm and probably now... wearing the same uh, bomber jacket. <laughs> <laughs> baby driver jacket. That's right. I'm going to call right. it your baby driver jacket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, if you're not watching this, hop onto YouTube so you can see uh, Chris's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> because the, it's, it's a great visual now that I've That's said right. that. Yep. Okay, so today we are going to talk about some really fun, exciting stuff, a lot of it having to do with real estate, um, current market conditions, kind of what's going on, why it's important to have people in your corner and knowing you know, how to be able to help you throughout the process of buying or selling a home. And I'm really excited because you are here. And one of the things that I love about having this kind of open conversation is you are one of our top producing agents Thank in you. the office. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, numbers don't lie, I guess. That's but. right. So you're on our leadership team. Mm-hmm. You're one of our top producers. Um, you're also a mentor. You actually just came um, back from doing some training with our team yeah. this morning. Yeah, really good training too. I was I was happy we got it done today. Yeah, and those are the things that I think that most people don't understand that we do mm-hmm. and that a lot of agents don't do. And yeah. So when we talk about sharpening your saw, you know, keeping your keeping your your tools and understanding the market and really yeah. staying sharp is really important. Yeah, I don't. We don't want to just go through the motions at ECC. Uh, we really want to make sure that these agents are well equipped and prepared in the market to help their clients buy or sell um, multiple transactions, get referrals, and, and that's that's how we build our business. And I think by doing the extra training that we're kind of hopefully separating ourselves to to be the experts in our industry uh, to show that we have. Um, you know, the, the know-how, the knowledge, um, to, to really set ourselves apart. And how important do you feel like it is to have ongoing training because of market changes and shifts? And, and I just, I think that agents that are still learning or doing things the same Mm -hmm. way that they did it 15, 20 years ago, Um, it isn't relevant. It it isn't. And it's, it's really setting themselves back, um, because, Real estate is moving really fast now. It's not one of those situations where even five years ago when I was in real estate, um, it was completely different then where I would have 30, 40 houses I could go show a client and two weeks later, 30, 40 houses that they were looked at are still there. Right. And now it's like, hey, you want this house? It's going to be gone tomorrow and right. we need to move fast. We need to get... So is that what you would say the biggest the biggest shift that you think of when you think of the shifts from when you started, you know, five, six... How long have you been in the business? Five years. Okay. So five years ago, even from five years ago to now, biggest change that you've seen? Uh, It's been the speed of the transaction. That's a great one. Yeah. It's been the speed of the transaction. The verbiage on the transactions is second after that, because there's been a lot of things that we've had to adjust to be more competitive that we weren't using five years ago. So when you say verbiage, are you talking about techniques for contracts? like? You know, different things that you can do to make your contract appealing. Yeah. Whether it's appraisal gaps, whether it's escalation clauses, uh, higher escrow amounts, um, as-is contracts, different things like that that you can really compile to make a really strong offer. Uh, Before, you could like, hey, Mr. Seller, here's a house, 20 grand off list price, and we need closing costs. Uh, And also, we're going to want you to fix everything on the inspection report. Okay, so that's that's a great thing, too. And to kind of slow it down just a little bit so we're not losing people with you know, things talking about appraisal gaps or escalation clauses. Let's back this up a little bit. Every market that we're in, people love to say and ask us, is it a buyer's market or a seller's market? 
And I think that all the time we get asked, oh, is it a buyer's market or seller's market? Mm -hmm. It depends. Are you a buyer or seller? Exactly. Because I really believe that a buyer's market and seller's market has really kind of balanced out at this point. It has. Where if you're a buyer who's looking for a home, you have opportunity. Um, we've had great interest rates, which has which has really made it appealing for buyers to come into the market. Affordability has been amazing, which has opened up it opportunity for sellers yeah. to be able to say, there's a lot of buyers, so now I, I want to sell my house. And it's not necessarily, in my opinion, like a really big shift of supply and demand. Yeah, I think it's kind of leveled off, especially post-pandemic. Uh, things were just crazy. Everything was, you know, we all know interest rates were super, super, super low. So you had a lot of people that weren't in the buyer pool now in the buyer pool, whether it be renters or people like that. And so it drove the inventory really low. So houses that came in the market went really high. And now because uh, post-pandemic, things have kind of leveled off where it's like, hey, now there's some inventory. People don't have to make like a rash decision. Still going to make pretty quick. Um, but they can say, hey, I've got more options. I can look at this house or this one. And it's not like, oh, man, this is the one house that's opened up in this neighborhood in the last two years. I got to get it. Right. Okay. So let's play a little game. Okay. Okay. It's going to be agree or disagree. <laughs> So if a house is priced correctly, it will sell quickly. Absolutely agree. Okay. If a house is overpriced, it'll sit on the market. Yeah. It'll, and it'll. No, just agree or disagree. Okay. Come on, Chris. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to play this game. If a buyer asks for closing costs, they will not be able to get a home under contract. Disagree. Very good. I, yeah. I'm liking this. I had yeah. to think about that one for a second. I just had, I did, I'm making this up as we go. So it's just like <laughs> kind of like a, a yeah. funny thing. Okay. If a buyer goes in low ball offer, they will not be able to buy a home. Disagree. Very good. So if a buyer offers market value, they will be able to buy a home. Always. Disagree. I know. <laughs> you I'm going to put that in always. that caveat yeah. there because I think that people always want to put everything in a box to yeah. say, you can't get closing cost or you can absolutely get closing cost or your house is going to sell super fast or yeah. your house isn't going to sell at all. All of those things go back to what we originally kind of said. Why is it so important to have mm -hmm. a real estate advisor, yes. somebody who can walk you through that entire process? Because I, you and I could have the same exact home, mm -hmm. same floor plan, same neighborhood, same builder, same finishes, and my house might not sell quickly, as quickly as your house might sell, mm -hmm. and it might come down to only pricing. Yeah. It might come down to only staging. Yep. It might come down to only which lot in the neighborhood you sit on and I sit on. Mm -hmm. Every single house is going to be different. Yeah. Even if you try to make them look identical. And that's one of the things that, you know, we look at all the time is comparable properties or appraisals. And, you know, comparing your home to somebody else's home, there's always room. Yeah. A lot of know, variables. A lot of variables. Yeah. So when you're having somebody either help you buy or sell a home, it's so important to be able to know mm -hmm. how do you navigate? How do you get the best advice yep. to be able to make sure that you are hitting your goal yeah. of what, whatever that is. And that comes full circle. I think with all the training and things that we're doing, we're trying to make our agents uh, the best advisors for their buyers and sellers. So that way they feel like they're not in an unknown that they're, they're being guided and led in a way that's going to like help them sell their house for the highest amount of money. They're going to help buy that house for a, a value that seems fitting for their budget, whatever it might be. Um, and so we're, we're really big on pushing that with our agents of being the best advisors and, you know, in our this market. is the other thing too that I think is is really cool and special that 
our team focuses on and one of the things that we train on all the time, and I'll say one word and then I'm going to let you say what that means to you. This is agree or disagree again? This is not a degree okay. or disagree. I'm just going to say the word and then I want you to say what that means for okay. our office. Yeah. Discovery. Uh, highest importance. I honestly, and I emphasize discovery with my buyers and sellers. I need to know what are their motivations? Why yes. are they buying this house? Why are they looking in this area? Why is this important to them to stay in this price point? And why are you selling? Why are you downsizing? Why are, why are you relocating from Denver? You know, those are questions that help our, our uh, people just end up just trusting us more because they feel like we're, we're asking the questions to really get to know who they are and what their motivation is. Uh, it's not just this transactional thing where it's like, okay, we're going to sell your house and that's it. We want to know why they're doing what they're doing. I love that. So I don't think I could have said it better myself, but one of the main focuses that we have with our team is really looking at our clients and saying, how do we help you? Mm -hmm. And why, why are you wanting to do this? Because it's not easy to buy and sell homes. Like that's not something that people do frequently. It can be a very stressful time Mm -hmm. and everybody's reason is different. There are some some reasons that are super fun. Like Philip just bought a house because yeah. he's getting married. <laughs> and soon it's going to be their first home together yeah. as a family. And I just, those are the really awesome, special, exciting, you know, fun things. But then there's also times that on the flip side of that, there's been death yeah. or divorce yeah. or, you know, just different reasons that people, even if they weren't choosing that, it's what they need. Yeah. And how do we take that need mm-hmm. and identify that and then help them go through that process right. in the easiest way possible? The other thing is, is I also believe that motivating factors, um, they really drive how people buy and sell homes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in our meeting this morning, Anna has a client that she's closing on her home in Edmond in just a few weeks. And she is a completely different buyer because she's she's not going to have a home yeah. in four weeks, yeah. and she needs to be able to to purchase Slightly a home motivated. Yeah. <laughs> and move into that home mm-hmm. before you know she's she is staying in hotel rooms yeah. or you know having to stay with family. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different motivating factor than somebody who's just like I'm. I'm going to wait for the perfect house to come along. Yeah. I don't have to I'm sell in a my rental home for six months, right? Yeah, and I think understanding mm-hmm. that and understanding each person's individual needs. Yep is what really makes our team so special. Yeah. And they can take those needs and then really go, all right, how do we make this work for you? Yeah. And what's the best thing for you? Well, and I think we were able to accomplish all of these things that we're talking about because we really pushed the point of having full-time realtors. We we understand that people have other jobs and they want to have real estate as like a side gig and stuff. We don't feel like our those type of realtors can really give the service that we expect totally out of Aaron Catron and company real estate agents. Uh, so we really put an emphasis on full time and we say full time. It's not like a nine to five, 40 hours a week. Like, don't get me wrong. We have a lot of free time. We're independent contractors. We know we have our schedules that we can create, but we have, you know, just a couple things during the week that we ask our client, our agents to, uh, to be a part of with like team meetings, um, you know, some special events that we do every once in a while. And that's, that's really, truly it. I mean, we have some, uh, some other criteria cause you know, to be on lead generation, things like that, but we, that's not part of it. But Full-time is just doing those bare minimums and then knowing that, hey, you're going to work on a Sunday and you're going to work on a Friday night. Well, and I feel like full-time is is knowing that if you're working with an agent within our office, that if you call and say, 
within reason, um, I need to go see this home today. Yeah. And I I don't want to miss it. This mm-hmm. is a home that it looks like it could really check our boxes yep. and that we are really highly interested in. If you have an agent who's working a different job and you can't get in touch with them yeah. or they're not available to go mm-hmm. show you or be available to negotiate offers, yeah. get offers in quickly, um, you will. it will cost you. Yeah, you'll lose it. And then even though you might have a great relationship with that realtor, it'll strain that relationship because it's like, if I had someone in my corner that was there to write that offer within 30 minutes because yep. you're available. And this is the great thing about our team is that if I can't do it. I knew I was I'm, like, I was waiting for you to say I've that. I've got yes. 30 other realtors. I've got a transaction coordinator. I've have you, I have Heather. I'm like, Hey, I'm in a bind. This client needs this house. I'm showing clients right now, not in front of a computer. Can you write this offer? Right. Here are the terms. Right. And that is such a huge bonus for us to have for all of us for all of us and for all of our clients. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many times that we come in and every single team meeting, we start with gratitude mm-hmm. and I'm always, I'm always grateful to hear the gratitude coming for our team yeah. and then, you know, being grateful for each mm-hmm. other I know that, Hey, so-and-so went and, and showed this house because I had clients that were in South Tulsa and I was showing over in Claremore and I didn't want this client to miss out yep. because I wasn't available to show that house. And so somebody else on our team went and showed for me. I think on a weekly basis, we're hearing how agents are getting people under contract that they didn't even show or write because the team helped out, stepped in, showed their client a house, was able to help write an offer, and now they're under contract. I mean, imagine not, not being able to do that, missing out on those opportunities for your clients. The other thing that I think is, is really special is that we're all basically trained the same way. Yeah. The consistency of if if they were meeting you. Now, personalities are always sure. different. Yeah. Um, somebody meets me and they're like, whoa, you got a lot of energy. And mm-hmm. then somebody else is like, okay, they don't have as much energy and they're a little bit more chill. Yep. I always think when I think of chill, I think of Josh. You know, Very he's chill. so laid back and he's just <laughs> like easygoing. And I'm more like, okay, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> and I just think that the way that we're trained and the things that our goals and that consistency, we're all moving in the same direction. We're all being trained in the same way. And so, you know, getting somebody else on our team, they've had the same training. Mm-hmm. And so you're not getting somebody else. And, and yeah. that agent is still your agent. So like you would still yeah. be their agent and mm-hmm. still help them through the entire process. But we just know we can have somebody that fills in yeah. if and when we yeah. need it. And it goes all the way down to like, if, someone's scheduled to see something and there's inspections that they can't be at. We jump in at right. a moment's notice. Like, Hey, I'm going to help you. Cause guess what? You wrote an offer for me last week that got accepted by, you know, for my clients. I, this, I want to help you with this so you can go show your clients now. And I think people that are in the real estate industry can understand how unique that is. I think mm-hmm. people that are not as familiar with the real estate industry would assume that's how it should work. It's not, but it isn't. No. And you know, a couple of things I think in and our business, um, the way that we run our real estate team is like a business. Mm-hmm. We are very accountable. We know our numbers. We know exactly, you know, every single transaction, every client that we're working with um, that has something under contract. That That is something that our team mm-hmm. is a part of. It's yeah. not just one single solo agent um, who may or may not be full-time. Yep. And it is it is stressful enough. And it is such a big deal to buy or sell a home that if you're doing it with somebody who's not full-time and who can't give you the service that you need, it can be detrimental to that entire process. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times things will happen that um, could have 
easily been avoided with just better communication. I think that's one of the things that we probably hear the most when people don't have good experiences in the past with other real estate you know, professionals is communication. Yeah, just the lack of communication because they're, like you said, either they're part-time, can't do things. Um, but like you said, we train all of our agents the same way. So like all of our contracts are the same. All the way, the way we negotiate, the way we handle the other agents on the other side and the transaction coordinators on the other side, the, you know, the people, because it's... The cooperation. The cooperation is really huge. And, I, and we hear that from a lot of agents on the other side. Like, uh, we love getting your contracts because we know that you guys are on top of it. We know that all the documents are going to be done right. We know that timeline is going to be done right. You coach your buyers and your sellers on how to, uh, you know, appropriately do things, whether they're selling a house and making sure it's clean, making, doing all these different things. And so we get that a lot where people just love working with our team. And we love hearing that because that means we're doing something right. Yep. I agree. And I just think that it kind of goes back to, um, if we're talking about the full time and understanding that markets change, Mm -hmm. I get a kick out of it and feel sorry for clients who are working with agents who are like, and this is not a knock on these agents, but you know, they haven't sold a house in six months. Yeah. They haven't sold a house, you know, that frequently. Mm-hmm. And they haven't sold homes this year. Yeah. And that is the average agent. That is average. Most agents sell Less than three to six homes yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. And the market changes so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think technology has completely sped that up as well. Oh, yeah. I think that, like you said, the response time, the quickness, um, the pace at which the market moves. Mm-hmm. When there is a home that goes on the market that is a good value, that's a great home, yeah. that home is going to go so fast that if you don't have a great agent telling you, hey, this is the best chance that we have to be able to get this home right. under contract. This is the strategy that we're going to use. Mm-hmm. And here's what this means. And I'm going to make sure that I'm protecting you and that I am you know, really setting these expectations that you understand every step of the way, like, what are we doing here? And how right. does this work? And how is this going to look? And what if we do get an offer accepted? And that's no big deal. Yep. This is, we're going to guide you through this. We're yep. going to walk you through this. And I just, I hate it for clients who, you know, somehow either it's their friend, you know, or it's, it's my friend's kid and I'm going to use them as my real estate agent because yeah. I want to give them some business. That's so kind. It is. But it's the biggest transaction of your life. But it can cost you dearly to not have somebody who knows really what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, kind of wrapping this up and, and really trying to set the tone of number one, people, I think a lot of times undervalue the role that a real estate agent can play in a transaction. And so many times, you know, people are looking at the big picture of, oh, it's a commission. And this is a piece of the pie that you're getting. Well, by the time that pie is sliced up so many different ways, Um, especially, you know, on our team, Mm -hmm. we have so many layers of support that, you know, we, we slice, we slice that commission. We, we really divide that commission up by multiple people for every single transaction. And that's because we want to give exceptional service to our clients. And so I think that people have this big idea that Chris is making this entire commission. Well, no. First, it's split between the the listing agent and the and the buyer's agent. Then, after that split happens, then it gets split between the brokerage and the agent. Then that split happens, and it also gets split for the different referrals that go out yeah. for each things that we use. Not to mention the cost of doing business. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, how much is your time worth? How much is? I mean, yeah. even 
shoot, when gas was really expensive too, we there were some transactions we'd lose money on. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. But I just think it's important to understand the value that they bring that can that can offset that commission easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not even that, but what is the peace of mind worth? What is mm-hmm. the feeling of knowing that you can have confidence in having an advisor, having somebody in your corner who is really helping you through that entire process? So at the end of the day, find a great real estate professional. Find somebody who understands the market, who understands the market as it changes day to day and that is using the technology, is using all of the strategies that are available for buyers and sellers. And make sure that you really have confidence in that person. Ask the right questions. You know, are they full-time? Is this their only job? I think one thing that I used to always love about you and Heather is that you would tell people, like, if I don't help you buy or sell a home Mm -hmm. and I I don't sell any homes this year, my family won't eat. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's our sole income is real estate. Uh, we don't have anything else. I'm not a uh, working on the weekends or right. at nights bartending or something like that. Like I, real estate is my full-time career and I treat it as a full-time career to make sure that I'm giving my clients the utmost value because I want referrals. I want repeat clients. And, you know, I feel like and I, you get them yeah. because you do a great job. Yeah. So, okay. So ask the questions, make sure that you understand who you're working with, what role they're going to play ask the questions about the strategies. I know we talked, and this is a a short podcast episode. We can't get into all of it today, but the different strategies Mm -hmm. that Chris mentioned um, that a lot of you are going, I don't even know what that means. Make sure you have an agent that does. And here at Aaron Catron and Company, we can help you through any of that. So being able to identify every single property and the best strategy to use for each property is so important. So until next time, Chris, anything else that you want to add? my phone number? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) No, you can find Chris online. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I always brag about it, but I think you always get to give yourself a shout out. When you come on the podcast, that's (laughs) that's you. So Chris Lenz. Chris Lenz, uh, 918-779-1591. Chris at the catronteam.com. Love to help you. There you go. All right. Until next time. All right. Thanks.